0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 360 about Cincinnati from Cincinnati. Sponsored in part by Skyline Chili. Stop by Skyline Chili for a three-way or cheese coney today. Feeling good? It's Skyline time. This is ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station.
1: Hey Tony, hey there Tony Guess what Tony, it's your birthday I bet you knew that Tony, of course you knew that Tony Happy birthday Tony, it's your birthday Lots and lots of cake, lots and lots of presents Blow out the candles, birthday fun Happy, 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 happy birthday Tony Tony, Tony, Tony Happy birthday, Tony It's your birthday There's no better way To celebrate Than by putting lots of food On our plates And for dessert Cake and ice cream too Happy, happy, happy birthday To you Happy birthday Happy birthday, Tony Tony, Tony, Tony It's your birthday Happy birthday tony
2: happy birthday big tone wow what was that a cameo no (laughs) that is the the name of that band is the best birthday song band ever wow that's the name of that band officially
3: man that is i don't even know if i can go on with the show today not sure if i could go on i know you're touched emotional you're moved it's uh contrary to popular beliefs i'm only 32 years old today 36 is old that? enough. Very special birthday edition of Cincy 360. I say special, <laughs> but you know we, we don't have any special guests today. Um, what are you talking about? But, Courageous Cousin Connor's not calling in? Well, you know, let, let's start there, Austin, because this show, as always, is a service of our good friends at Skyline Chili. Austin got me a, a gift card for my birthday. He signed said gift card. I used the gift card to order Skyline Chili today. So I already had Skyline. This Dang. show is a service of Skyline Chili. Shout out to uh, to Austin Elmore for that. But it doesn't take much to know the direction we need to start on today's show. Yes, we will get to the NFL quarterback carousel. We'll talk about free agency. We'll talk about Major League Baseball and canceling now the first four series of the season. What's next for baseball? We'll do a little sprinkle, sprinkle, drip, drip onto Bearcats spring ball. How can we not start with the Xavier Musketeers in college basketball, Austin? And there was a probably, I would say, five minutes. Oh, let's start with this then.
2: Tony, I have breaking news. Paul Scruggs just missed another free throw.
3: <laughs> oh. Paul Scruggs, it's hard because that's his last memory. That's his last moment as a Xavier Musketeer. It's been a very storied Xavier career. But uh, Xavier falls short last night, and I'm still, Austin, trying to figure out how they lost that game. I'm still trying to understand the meltdown at the end. If you didn't see it, Xavier loses in overtime 89-82. to With 53 seconds left in the game, Xavier was up 66-60. They were fouled on a make. They missed two free throws. They then missed two more free throws after an offensive rebound. They then fouled Butler to give Butler two more points. They committed an offensive foul on an inbounds play. They missed the front end of a one-on-one. I'm sorry, they missed an and-one on the go-ahead layup. And then they intentionally fouled a 90% free-throw shooter up two with five seconds left. Now, the conversation from Travis Steele was that there was a misunderstanding and a misinterpretation of what Travis Steele said versus on what Paul Scruggs heard and... it was just bad. It was a bad way to lose and probably a bad way for your season to come to an end. NCAA Tournament hopes probably gashed with that last night. They finished 8-11 and in conference, 18-13 and on the year. And if this holds, if this holds for Xavier, you are looking at a coach that has gone to Madison Square Garden now three times against a lower-seeded team in a must-win situation for your NCAA tournament hopes, and they've lost all three. None may be more disappointing than last night. This is the same Xavier team that dominated Cincinnati. The same Xavier team that had their way at home with Ohio State that looked like a top 10 or 15 team early in the season is now a team that we talk about not making the NCAA tournament. So after the game last night, about three or four minutes go by, and I start getting text messages that, you know, we really need to hear from the voice of the Common Xavier fan today. We really need to hear from not a person that covers this team, not a coach from this team, but what the Common Xavier fan feels after last night's performance. So with that being said, the voice of the common Xavier fan has already answered the bell. He has called in. Now, he's had a couple hours to digest what's happened. He's not going to make any rash decisions because he's been able to sleep on it. So let's go to start off today's show with the voice of the common Xavier fan. Scott is calling in. Scott, what's up?
4: Tony, how you doing, brother? Happy birthday.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Now, Scott, you have have been dubbed by yourself and by many the voice of the Common Xavier fan. I wish this conversation would go into March Madness. It doesn't feel like it is right now. Having a full night to digest what you watched last night, what are your comments today?
4: couple things, Tony. First of all, uh, I think I need to regalse myself because Grandma Gilligan's not happy because <laughs> I am anything but common. So I need to uh, maybe think about this for a second. Come on. Nonetheless, Seamus Lacocious, he would be probably the fifth or sixth best player playing Memorial Day weekend down mm. at Kenneth Park. Mm. And he went unstoppable. That wasn't Luka Doncic. It was Seamus Lecocious. Yes. They were clearing out in overtime, and he did what he wanted. You know, and like I mentioned to you last night, I mean, I keep back in saying Steele's a great recruiter, but now is it isn't. These guys, he's brought in, and they can't stop seeing this location. Well
3: they, they, well, they can't. I don't know. I don't know. I th- They're not going to the tournament. I think the demoralizing piece, too, is, is last night, Butler's guard fouls out of the game. Their second-best player was riddled with foul trouble all of the second half. And like you said, Butler seemingly had one go-to guy at the end of that game in overtime. Xavier, knowing that, couldn't do anything about it. So you see the failure on the defensive end. You see the miscommunication and just the, quite frankly, the bonehead plays from Paul Scruggs down the stretch. And you really do start to question what this means now going forward for Travis Steele, because as, as we said, 2018, the Xavier Musketeers are a one seed in the NCAA tournament. And since then, there's been three different times where they've had to go to Madison Square Garden and get a win. And three times they've come up short now. So, as a diehard Xavier fan, as a season ticket holder, what do you see now as the future for Travis Steele?
4: Honestly, I think he'll be back. I do. I. It's sad. I mean, well Coach teams don't have miscommunication down the stretch. It just doesn't happen. And it's been happening for a while now, so it's a theme rather than an adoration. And, but I, but honestly, my gut is he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to make a change. And he does have a good recruiting class coming in, supposedly. I mean, but I think I have, uh, I have some inside sources at the uh, – Within the team, Tony, and I'm hearing a lot of rumbling about the transport transfer portal going outward. Yeah, outward. Some key guys that you're thinking are coming back because they're underclassmen. They are not. I've got some uh, people telling me so. There's a few guys leaving. I can tell you that. It's it's um,
3: interesting because we heard we heard so many Travis Steele post conferences down the stretch of the system, and and the system is failing us, and that's his system. That that's his choice, and. We've seen now for a couple years, great start to the season, some really nice wins to start the year. And even the first time through the Big East Conference, they're playing really good basketball. They go to Villanova. No one goes to Villanova and wins. They're up eight at the half. They should have been up more. They end up losing that game. But it just feels like the second time through the Big East play that teams start to figure out what Xavier's trying to do. One, which is why I thought they're a dangerous tournament team if they could have got in. Because they do have weapons and they do have scoring power, but that does indict a little bit of the head coach when teams start to figure out what this team's going to do.
4: Uh, I know. I tell you what's going to be must see TV when, when Rick Pitino is announced as the new agent coach and he's up there with Sister Rose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, if.
4: I don't know. My fan base, my fandom, Tony, the Reds are going to stick. We've we got to get to baseball first. Four months for the Bengals. Yeah, well, even if they come back, the resident is big. I don't know, man. Uh, it's just a sad day in the uh, in my life running in running Ohio. So I got to figure something out. I need to probably get back on the tennis court.
3: That'd be a sad day for you as well.
4: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> no doubt, man. Have a good birthday, Dave. Scott. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. See
4: you, bud.
3: See you. How about that? Now, Austin, some said yesterday, last night, that we wouldn't hear from the voice of the Common Xavier fan. That, is, that right there is what being able to get some rest and sleeping on it, because if we took that call last night at the end of overtime, things would not have been as calm. So last night we put out the bat signal, right? Need the voice of the Common Xavier fan. Who else do we put the bat signal out for? That would be Connor. That coward. Cousin Connor. That coward cousin Connor who this week – insulted both you and I by calling us idiots. The same cousin Connor that has his pulse on all things Major League Baseball. You know, the voice
2: of the Common Xavier fan stepped up. He yep. faced the music. And he was asked. He showed up. Will
3: Connor. Will Connor do the same? Will Connor at some point today call in and If nothing give us... else, just to wish you happy birthday. Well, yeah, but at you the mean, same you would time, think. you know, Connor is able to just throw words out there. Mm-hmm. With really. He's a walking wordle. Well, it's it's really, he can throw stuff out there with no ramifications because he just tries to talk over our head about all this legal stuff with Major League Baseball. No one fact-checks it. We're just going to agree that Connor is smart when it comes to baseball. And what I'd like to know right now is how we have another two series canceled, why these two sides are far apart, and Austin Moegger made a statement yesterday that I thought was a little alarming. He said, for the first time, I'm starting to put some of the onus on the players. I'm not going to go there.
2: See, I disagree.
3: The owners chose to, to to do this lockout. They chose to close the gates. They could lift that at any time and just get back to work while baseball is going on. So the public perception may be shifting a little bit. Feels like that's what the owners want. I'd like to send the bat signal out for courageously cowardly what cousin Connor Mm. to call in and set the record straight on behalf of the players on behalf of the voice of major league baseball players far and wide back to the Xavier Musketeers though I want to let you hear a few minutes of Travis Steele after last night's overtime loss at the hands of the Butler Bulldogs and in all likelihood barring what they will do you know, nit or, or postseason tournament. It doesn't feel like they're heading to the NCA tournament. Here's Travis Steele after a very tough, very tough loss in the opening round of the Big East tournament last night.
5: Obviously, a uh, a gut wrenching loss uh, for us. Um, you know, I thought uh, I thought our guys played really hard. Thought we left it all out there on the floor. I Thought we were a better team for. 39 minutes, but unfortunately we weren't able to close the game at the very end. Obviously, we got to make our free throws. We went 13 of 29 from the free throw line. I think we missed five in a row down the stretch uh, of the game. Also, had a turnover, had a foul when we weren't supposed to foul. Uh, we've got to close games better. And listen, our mo- our, our locker room was very emotional. Obviously, uh, after this game, um, you know, I told our guys we'd obviously get back together at the hotel when we everybody's a little bit less emotional. But we have to stick together. We don't know what our future holds. Um, but I do know this, we're, we're gonna, we always win as a team and we we'll always lose as a team. Questions, Adam, you first. Travis, you mentioned
2: the foul on Scrubs at the end. Can you walk us through what happened there?
5: Yeah, so when we're up by three, we're supposed to be in what we call smack, which is a foul around half court, right? Um, so the team can't get a three off. You know. But Paul, I don't know if he got confused with the score. Um, you know, we were only up by two, he missed the free throw, obviously. And he fouled, obviously, and then they, they knocked in both free throws. So, not supposed to foul when you're up by two. Right here in the middle.
6: Uh, Coach, you had mentioned before the season that kind of your motto for this year was to finish. What are your feelings on that at this point?
5: Yeah, listen, I, I, thought, uh, I thought we turned it around against Georgetown. I really did, and I felt really good going into this game. I thought we played well tonight for 39 minutes, you know, and then, uh, then then we didn't finish the game well, obviously. And, and that has been one of our mottos kind of throughout this season is finish, 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 finish every rep that you do in practice, finish every uh, lift that you do in the weight room, uh, finish every drill, finish games. And you know, we weren't able to do that tonight, which is disappointing. But like I said, listen, it's not on one person. It's on us. It's on us as a team, me included. Uh, I'm right at the forefront of that.
3: So the overwhelming message has been finish. This team was nowhere close to that. They lost 8 of 10 down the stretch. One of those wins came against Georgetown, who didn't win a game in the Big East tournament. Austin, is there any way that you can see the committee getting together and think that this resume and that this play down the stretch is worthy of an NCAA tournament berth? Hmm. No. I just
2: I, I just... I mean, it would take madness to happen. It is are, March.
3: There, But there's... there's, They go into that game on the last four in line. They lose to a Butler team that was 14, 13, and 18 going into that game last night. And a team you, that you'd beaten twice. Can't lose that game. You can't come up short. You can't have... A meltdown when you're up six with fifty-three seconds left and you lose the game.
2: So how much of this, because you and I, and myself especially, I've been extremely critical of Travis Steele. How much of last night do you put on
3: Travis Steele? Because to me it's very little. Look, I think there's I think there's a question for Travis Steele late in that game when Butler loses Chuck Harris. Uh Chuck Harris fouls out. Chuck Harris picked up his fourth foul, about nine or ten minutes left in that game last night. Um, I'm trying to, there were Bryce Enzi right before the half picks up his third foul. Those two players combined last night for 44 points. So with one in foul trouble, most of the game. Another fouling out. I mean, three starters for Butler fouled out last night. And as our caller Scott just said, Seamus Lucotius comes into the game and you can't stop him at the end. Austin, do you have any idea what Seamus Lucocious averaged on the season this year? I don't, Tony. 6.9 points a game. Nice. Do you know what he scored last night? How many? 27 points. And a lot of those points coming down the stretch when Harris and Enzi couldn't be a factor. Harris was out of the game. Enzi was playing with four fouls. So when you say, what do you put on Travis Steele? Travis Steele didn't miss free throws. Correct. Travis Steele didn't make a play to foul when they're only up two to stop a three. But was there no timeout late in the game where something else could have been done to say, look, they have one option right now offensively. Can you run two at him? Can you take the ball out of his hands? That to me is on a head coach. It's the same reason that when you see lost to Nevada with that big lead, the players are certainly at fault. But at times it felt like Mick Cronin was adding to the madness. Take a timeout, regroup. Last night, one player was beating you down the stretch. I didn't see an adjustment on defense, I didn't see a change in the path. That to me is on Travis Steele. I agree, Travis Steele recruits really well, Travis Steele, Steele has built a really good roster. But that roster finished 18 and 13. That roster, again, finished under 500 in Big East play. Again, 2018, the Xavier Musketeers were a number one seed in the NCA tournament, and since then they've fallen off the map. They haven't gotten back to the NCA tournament. The head man's that, – that, 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 that's what the head coach gets.
2: I think when you look at this season as a whole, Travis deserves and has gotten a lot of the blame. I think when you look at last night, yes, what you said is true. They, they couldn't stop a guy who averages 6.9 a game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have a guy in Paul Scruggs who is a fifth-year senior who makes – A incredibly stupid foul, stupid plays down the stretch, and the team missed four consecutive free throws. Yep, all they needed was one to win the game. Yep, one. That's not on Travis. No, not at all. That is not on Travis Steele. That, and especially, you know, you can say, oh, there needs to be communication between Travis Steele and and Paul Scruggs. You how many thousands of times they have practiced that exact situation?
3: Paul Scruggs doesn't need to be told. He's Austin, a senior. Austin, they were 13 of 29 from the foul line. Exactly. That's not on Travis Steele. And the game went to overtime. That is. I agree. That's not on Travis Steele.
2: Yeah, and I, I'm saying last night specifically was Correct. not as much his fault as the the whole season is his Let fault.
3: Let me ask you a question. Early early in the first half, a little bit in the second half, uh, Lacocious was having his way when Adam Kunkel was defending him. Mm-hmm. Adam Kunkel has been a really good player at times this year for Xavier. But as of late, he's not been shooting the ball well. Last night, Adam Kunkel went one for seven. If you see that as a coach, and Kunkel's not giving you offense, how can you keep him out there defensively knowing mm-hmm. that they're attacking him? Yeah, Those types of in-game decisions are what I question. Adjustments, like we've talked about. The system. Yeah. That's on Travis Steele.
2: And, and think about, you know...
3: And, and, In-game adjustments. And Scott talked about
2: it a little bit, too. It was like, these are his players. and The yes. lack of development of these players. Paul Scruggs has gotten worse. Zach Fremantle Zach has gotten Fremantle worse. Zach Fremantle did not play terrific. the a preseason
3: all-Big E's player.
2: Yeah. And so that, I think, is absolutely a reflection of coaching. It's just that, that you we've said it a thousand times, and we're beating a dead horse, but... You cannot look at this roster top to bottom and tell me that they are not
3: that they are as bad as they've nope. played. Nope Jack Nungey going into the season, I think a lot of people thought he was gonna be a role player. Jack Nungey was your best player. Yeah. Nate Johnson can shoot. Jack is gonna get some interest. Adam Kunkel is a shooter. Talk about a transfer point. Fremantle, Scruggs, Colby Jones. This this team has so much talent, and it is going to be a travesty when this team's name is not called on selection Sunday.
6: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
6: Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Plenty
3: more still to come with college basketball. Austin, let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's talk about what's on the docket today and tomorrow as it relates to local chances in March. It is Cincy 360. We're a service of our good friends at Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530. Cincinnati Sports Station.
0: Hey Alexa, who got cut?
3: Getting ESPN 1530 from iHeart Radio.
0: C360 resumes. Brought to you by Safe Auto. Give us three minutes, save up to 25% on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station.
3: Accelerates down the lane, hanging in the lane, fires it up, scores
2: it, found on
3: the play. Oh my goodness, an acrobatic circus shot by Paul Scruggs. Hit the floor, slid out almost to the sideline with 8.5 seconds to go. That'll give Xavier a two-point lead. What could have been? What could have been? That was an awesome play by Paul Scruggs. Great play by Paul Scruggs. Did he make the free throw? Mm. Free throw was not made. Damn, Tone. Free throw was not On your birthday, choosing violence. Our friends at Xavier Men's Basketball, Byron and Joe, On the call last night for our Vogue Energy Call of the Night. By the way, that was on 700 WLW. Brought to you by our friends at Vogue Energy. The chewable tablets now available at your area UDF or visit vogue-energy.com to learn more. Perhaps Xavier could have used just a little more Vogue going into overtime last night. Moving on from the Xavier Musketeers. And if you're Xavier, you're still holding out hope, right? Uh, Michigan leads Indiana 41-28 at halftime. Indiana's one of those teams that currently is slated behind Xavier when it comes to the bubble. Xavier would benefit from Indiana losing. SMU is a team right behind Xavier on the bubble. Xavier needs an SMU loss. Virginia, who won yesterday over Louisville, behind Xavier. BYU, Dayton. The Flyers sitting just behind the Xavier Musketeers. Virginia Tech with a come-from-behind last-second win last night keeps their tournament hopes alive. They still have work to do. So if you are the Xavier Musketeers, yes, you're still holding out some hope but a lot of that hope took a very, very tough hit last night. But again, still still more to watch for if you're Xavier. Not all is lost yet. Did I have that right? Did, did Virginia Tech win on the last second shot last night? Yes, they beat Clemson on a last second shot. So Virginia Tech has a chance to make things harder on the Xavier Musketeers if they can beat Notre Dame at 7 o'clock this evening. Austin, did you see Syracuse Buddy Beheim was suspended for today's game against Duke? I did see that. Did you agree with the suspension? I've seen a lot Uh, of people come out and talk about how they disagree with the suspension.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not great. He punched him in the gut. It was a little gut punch. It was kind of a sucker punch, something you would do. Wow. Um, On my birthday? Mm-hmm. uh I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Good answer. I could go either way, honestly. You know what? Suspend his ass. Wow. Who cares? Who cares? Buddy
3: Bayheim. S- coach's son? Yeah. Get rid of him. Coach's son. Uh, Can't trust him. Just under a half hour, Austin. Things get underway in the American Athletic Conference tournament with the Cincinnati Bearcats facing the East Carolina Pirates. You see a five and a half point favorite. Of course, it's been documented the winner of that game will play Houston tomorrow. But for UC, a chance to extend their season, a chance to cut that magic number to three, and a chance to do so at 1 o'clock, the top of the hour, Cincinnati, East Carolina. Moving on to tomorrow, perhaps the best chance locally outside of Wright State, outside of Wright State, who come punched their ticket by beating NKU, Just a few nights ago, on your birthday, would be the Kentucky Wildcats, the five, number five overall team in the nation. They get underway tomorrow night at eight p.m. in SEC tournament play. They will, I believe, play the winner of Alabama and Vanderbilt. And then, of course, as we mentioned, Mo Egger will be paying attention to this one, the Dayton Flyers tomorrow night at 6 p.m. against the winner of UMass and George Washington.
2: You think Mo knows what time that game starts? Mo knows.
3: Okay. Like Bo knows. Right.
2: So... Is he going to give us a lock today for a game that's at halftime? He,
3: he very well could. Hmm. So, with that being said, and your your college basketball roundup done, I want to get to the NFL quarterback carousel in hour number two. What I want to do right now, Austin... I want to ask you something that our good friend Seg Dennison asked me earlier today. Oh, boy. Now, I do not get into anything political on this show. Everyone by now has either seen the high gas prices or they have sent some type of tweet or social media post about said high gas prices. I haven't. You haven't seen that gas prices are high? No, I haven't. You have tweeted something. I said, I said, it, people have seen or tweeted. Okay. So you are aware that gas prices are high currently. Yes. Mo Egger tweeted about this yesterday in a poll question. I want to follow up on, on this with Mo. Do rising gas prices affect in any way your thought at traveling to sporting events? Because I'm. I'm going on vacation with the family in June. And we were at one point talking about driving. And then it was like, look, if these gas prices are what they are, it's going to cost us a ton of money to drive down. Let's fly. I've heard people talk about, it's going to make it tougher going down to the Reds games. I think that's a little bit of a stretch unless you live really far away. But what I would want to know, let's say, Austin, your team, which one of your teams is left in the tournament? Ohio State. Or Kentucky? Ohio State. Which one State. are you picking? Ohio so, State. Okay, so let's say that Ohio State is... Ohio State. Let's say that they're playing three hours away at the NCAA tournament. Someone said, hey, I can make some tickets happen for you. Would the rising gas prices, which are probably going to keep paying rising... paying for tickets? No, you're paying face value for tickets. Hmm. Would that deter you from traveling... To watch your team play? Not really, no. You got you got fun coupons. <laughs> Money is no object. I right? don't
2: have fun coupons, but also you like, got a nice
3: Nike golf polo on today. You hitting the links later on. This thing was like thirty bucks. Relax. So, so gas prices won't deter you. I don't think so,
2: but I mean, how many of those situations are really going to happen when you're you have to go three hours to play a team or to to watch a team play? I'm I think you. what's interesting is. I mean, it is going. It's going to affect airline prices too, because obviously they. they well, have yeah, to the get airlines as gonna... well. Jet fuel and oil and the same situation. Well, it all any, comes from the same anytime barrel.
3: They can gash up the prices. They're going to. Yeah,
2: you don't trust uh, airlines, but uh, I don't think it would bother me that much. I mean, I'm I'm taking a little trip this weekend that I really don't have to take to the lodge. I want to
3: take the Moose Lodge.
2: Um, <laughs> I very well could end up at the Moose Lodge. Uh, yeah, but I just, you know, I, I
3: thought about it. I was like, well, you know, gas is over okay. Let me freaking four dollars a gallon. Let me phrase it this way then for you, because I don't think like let's say baseball gets back to normal. I don't think that if I go to one Reds game every three weeks, it's going to affect me. But it may affect me if I had season tickets. Sure, it may affect me if I was supposed to go down to every game or every other game. Mm-hmm. I do think there is something there, but at the same time, outside of baseball. A lot of the stuff now would be one-off stuff. You go down to a cyclones game, you go to a you know a, a AAA game, Louisville, Lexington, wherever you want to go, make a trip to the NCA tournament. those type of things. Um, I, I just think I think sports has too much of a stranglehold, and people are willing to do and pay a little bit more because of the sports factor. Like, the the whole narrative that people say, well, once baseball comes back, I'm not going to go to the games, I think is a little far-fetched. Now, I'm not going to turn away from baseball completely, but the whole narrative that, well, once baseball comes back, I'm done with it, I just don't buy that. I'm on board that there's a lot more to do in Cincinnati. I'm on board that there are more things that people can spend their time on, but that doesn't preclude people from going down to the ballpark occasionally. I do think it hurts the everyday type of ballpark goer. With that being said, what a nice transition into the guy that asked that Twitter poll question The voice of the
2: common yesterday. fan. You know, the guy out there in those right field seats. Wow. The guy that would be affected by that. Season ticket holder. Mo we 509 beer cups. Mm.
3: So you're saying we should ask Mo Egger when he comes in. You think they're going to have
2: 509 beer cups if gas prices are that high? Nope. We had 509 beer cups.
3: Let's ask him. Okay. When we come back, here on Cincy 360, on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. By the way, we'll get to your talkbacks as well Hmm. in hour number two. Phone lines, 513-749-1530, are open. Quick hits, locks of the night. When we come back, Cincy 360 on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station.
0: On ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. It's time for Cincy 360 Quick Hits on ESPN 1530.
3: Welcome back, Cincy 360, ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. The service of our friends at Skyline Chili. I was looking for Mo. Have we found him? You just walked by Mo. Is he out there? Yeah, he's out there does he know we're doing a segment here
2: i said when i first went out there i said four minutes and he didn't say anything i said one minute he said i'm coming Hmm.
3: here we are so right now we're just eagerly awaiting mo was looking for mo what do you think the odds are he grabs gum 100 percent low extremely high there he is He's here right now. I'm here. We have a lot going on. Mo, there's a lot going on right now. We have a lot going on. It's a Conference
7: Tournament Thursday. It's one of the best days in all of sports. <sighs> there's a lot happening. I brought my computer in here with me because I've got a lengthy locks of the night card. Did you want to give us some locks that already started? Uh, I have avoided <laughs> games that are already underway, unlike <laughs> yesterday. Um I took a beating on that one. Yeah. The uh, But, you know, it's it's like when you're watching, like, Adam Schefter uh-huh. oh, on, yeah. on SportsCenter. Yeah, you Center. got
3: your phone, you got your computer. I got my
7: phone, I got my computer. I've got some, I've written down here, pretty good locks of the night card. Throw it but on the table. information is coming in, yeah. and so you never know. I might have something sort of on the fly here.
3: Well, you put a, tw- a Twitter poll question out yesterday. As a voice of just kind of the common red fan like you are, you got seats out there in right field. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, I believe you guys put down what five hundred nine beer cans? We had five
7: hundred and nine beer cups.
3: That is a true number. Five hundred nine beer cups. Do you think the rising gas prices in today's country will dissuade you from going to some of those games this year?
7: Me, no, because I don't live too far from the ballpark. Mm. But I think for people who live in places like Columbus, yeah, which has baseball, great pa- Lexington, great which it is a great park. Uh, I don't know if it's a great place, but it's a great park. Both uh, Dayton. Huntington, West Virginia, places that the Reds have typically drawn from. Now, I would say this. Let's say you really want to come see baseball. The gas prices are high. You live in one of those areas. Can you say, I'm still going to go, but maybe I'm not going to spend the night, not going to go to the hotel, that sort of thing. But i got to think for some people it is going to be a factor. What about
3: maybe you as a Dayton fan? Let's say the the Flyers play three or four hours away in the NCAA tournament. Would it affect your decision then? (sighs) No, because I would probably go with other people who would chip in. Yeah.
7: On the gas? Yeah, carpool. Carpool. Get over it. Yeah, look, I think everybody's economic situation is different. So, I mean, there are certainly some people that I've talked to who have said, "Look, I've I've canceled this trip, or I'm not going to go here. I've got to think there's workarounds if you really want to go do something where you wouldn't allow the price of gas right. to get in the way."
3: I completely, I, I do agree. Um, Mo, I still am baffled on how Xavier lost that game last night.
7: Missed a 1,000 free throws. They're up
3: six with 53 seconds left. The Mm -hmm. miscommunication with Paul Scruggs. And I think what was even more demoralizing, Chuck Harris, who had, what, 29 points, fouls out. Yeah. Uh, Enzi, their second best player, um, plays essentially the whole second half with three and four fouls. And then a guy who averages six points a game just goes berserk on you. Mm -hmm. And Xavier... Seemingly didn't have an answer down the stretch. Austin and I, we, we talked about who's to blame for a loss like that. Travis Steele can't shoot free throws. That's not on him. That's that not, not on him.
7: Not, you could say the season is on him if you want. Yes. That loss last night is not on him. Now, but I, I would ask you this. On, on that
3: loss last night, mm-hmm. when Chuck Harris fouls out, yeah. and you know that there's a guy that's riding a hot hand, it didn't feel like they did anything to try to take the ball out of his hands.
7: I don't know why in situations in which you need a stop, and in overtime you need stops, mm-hmm. How you have Zach Fremantle on the floor, guarding yes, on the perimeter. your worst defender. There would be one thing, because there were a couple of times where he got picked so easily, and yeah. there was no way that they, they, they didn't switch quickly enough, and he's not fighting through that screen. So you can't put him in that position, but from an offensive standpoint, if you don't have Scruggs, you need him on the floor, and so can you figure out ways, offense, defense, to not have him on the floor? I felt bad for Paul from this standpoint because he made two great plays to yeah. put him in a position to win. Uh, the baseline jumper where he's looking at the shot clock on the other end, turns mm-hmm. around, that's a pro shot, and then he makes the play. I'm not sure he got fouled yeah. on the and one where unfortunately he missed the free throw, but he goes between four defenders, mm-hmm. lays it in, and it kind of felt like Paul Scruggs is putting yeah. this team on his back, and then
3: Bad that's turnovers. a
7: fifth-year starter.
3: Yeah,
7: How does that happen? First of all, if the idea is to foul up three, which mm-hmm. they weren't up three, why are you doing that with arguably your best player who has four fouls? Right. Why is he
3: the guy I'm, doing that? It's just there's, I mean, they shot thirteen to twenty nine from the foul line.
7: Yeah, they they like that stuff. There, there's there's reasons you lost, mm-hmm. but that's that's the number one reason. Yeah. They had they had four missed free throws on the same trip down mm-hmm. the floor, four yeah. consecutive. Like I said up, you're up six with a minute left.
3: Didn't gonna, it feel you're have to, to you make foul shots.
7: even without Chuck Brown on the on the without him on the floor for Butler? Didn't it feel to you once that game went to overtime? Mm-hmm. It was lost.
3: Yeah, And um, you lose Paul Scruggs and and really. <sighs> It, it's hard. We've talked about this before. Adam was going to have bad shooting games. Sure. He was one for seven, but he was getting abused on the other side of the, the court. Yeah. Nate Johnson gives you eight points. And I know others stepped up. Mo, I, I, I just can't fathom that it's the same team I watched dismantle UC. I can't fathom it's the same team I watched handle Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And then down the stretch, this team finished 18-13? and 13? Yeah. With that talent on the roster, And again, 2018, they're a one seed. Mm -hmm. Three different times since then, they've went to Madison Square Garden knowing what? Probably Mm -hmm. got to win at least one to get in. Mm -hmm. They've come up on the wrong side each and every time. Does this change the future of Travis Steele at Xavier?
7: I guess he is the coach there next year. Mm -hmm. I think the more pressing question is, do they make the tournament, right? Because I know you're not supposed to go by the eye test. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to look at the resume. And certainly, there is a lot about the resume to like. All those quadrant one wins, um, the net ranking. The net ranking is higher than TCU. It's ranking. It's higher than SMU. It's higher than Notre Dame. It's higher than VCU. It's higher than Dayton. It's higher than UAB. It's yeah. higher than a lot of schools who wake. are. Wake. Yeah, higher than Wake. Um, so there's there's a lot to like. But these are human beings. They do watch basketball games. This team has been dreadful down the stretch. We've lost I eight of ten,
3: and one of the wins was Georgetown. Right,
7: and I I know we don't use the last ten. That was a a, a way that we that was a criteria twenty years ago, right? How do they do in their last ten? We don't do that anymore, and I think that's good. But that's still a third of their season. Yeah, and look at who they've lost to: Butler on a neutral floor, yeah. DePaul and St. John's at home, St. John's on the road. They lost to a butler team that won six games in the Big East. Mm-hmm. Their only win here down the stretch has come against Georgetown. So are they right now an NCAA tournament team? Sure. Yeah. But there are NCAA tournament teams, and then there are good teams. This is not a good team right now. You can't say that they are. They might have some, they might be a really good collection of players, and I think that's the issue, right? It's a good collection of players, or it's a collection of good players, mm-hmm. but it's not a good team. That reflects coaching. So what happens now moving forward? Well, Indiana and Michigan are going to play today, playing yeah, right now. Right now,
3: Michigan, Michigan's winning that game in the second half by 15.
7: So, all right, well, so that's going to be a win for a team that's on the bubble. It's also mm-hmm. going to be a loss for a team that's on the bubble, but – You have to wait out what happens with, among others, Wyoming and SMU and VCU and UAB, Dayton. Now, I honestly believe Xavier should be in the NCAA tournament as of right now ahead of Dayton because Dayton has three Quadrant Four losses. Xavier doesn't have any. Xavier has five Q1 wins. If you look at some of these schools, um, Wyoming can't say that. Dayton certainly can't say that. SMU can't say that. VCU can't say that. So there's a lot to like on the resume, but... If they are on the bubble right now, if they are squarely on the bubble right now after losing that game, how many teams have to lose for you to continue to feel like they should still be on the bubble? And what happens if there is a school yep. that wins a conference tournament that's not supposed to? A bit. This is not going to happen. But let's say, for for example, Cincinnati Boom. were to win the AAC. Tony, I hate to say it, they're not beating Houston tomorrow, but let's say that were to happen. I I mean, so if you're a Xavier fan, you're kind of at the mercy of all this stuff happening around you, and so if you don't make the tournament, I don't feel bad for you. I say this every year. I've said this since 2006. In 2006, I was a fill-in host. I was heartbroken that the Bearcats under Andy Kennedy that year did not make the NCAA tournament. I believe they should have, but I said, look, as much of a Bearcat fan as I am – I don't feel sorry for them. Mm -hmm. You blew it late in the season. They could have gone to Seton Hall and one. They got blown out. They should have won that game against Syracuse. The idea is to not put yourself at the mercy of a committee. Xavier has put its fate in the hands of a committee. If they get in fine. If they don't get in. Sorry. I don't feel sorry for you. Now, the longer term question is, is about Travis Steele. I believe the administration is going to bring him back. But if you're a Xavier fan, right, and you're out on Travis Steele, and many are, is there really anything that's going to be done between now and the beginning of next season that's going to make you feel like, you know what, Travis is the guy? And I don't care – what you what you say about uh, the his culpability for the way things have gone this year? Whether or not you think he should come back next season or not, the reality is he is going to be working in an environment where people in that sport are talking about how he's a lame ducked Xavier. Well, see, especially with Sean Miller out there, which hurts
3: what and especially Recruiting.
7: with Chris Mack out there, it's hard so to recruit like that. I do, yeah. So is it, is bringing him back for a season like that in the best interest of the program? I think if you're Greg Christopher, you have to ask that
3: question. And if you do that. Do you see an exodus of players that want to leave Xavier, that want to go somewhere else? Do you see recruits that were committed that maybe reevaluate that process? Because yeah. I mean, let's face it, it, it's a tough question. And to your point, Xavier put themselves in this situation. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, Dayton, play tomorrow. UC getting ready to tip off actually right now um, against ECU. Mm-hmm. If if the impossible was to happen they essentially have to shoot about 60% from the three-point line, Mm -hmm. and they've got to defend. That's the only way they're going on any type of run.
7: I mean, Win today,
3: yes. I mean, like you said, that second go-around against Houston where it's a four-point game at half.
7: You didn't think they were going to
3: win. If you could have polled any UC fan, would you have thought they were going to win? No. No.
7: This game, to me, is in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. I want to avoid having the season end with six consecutive losses. Yes. That's all today is about. I'm sorry. I, I see very little... Reason to believe that they can beat Houston. And now so that's not
3: saying that if they win today, I won't at some point tonight talk myself into how they beat Houston. Well, tomorrow. you're
7: off work tomorrow, so yes. that tells me what you're going to be doing <laughs> yeah. to yourself tonight. So yes, you'll talk yeah. yourself into it. Um,
3: I'm gonna take your path. I've seen you talk yourself into wins before.
7: <laughs> oh, I have, and I'm not saying that I won't. They've won one game since February 9th. Right. They've won one game in a month, and now yeah. they're going to win four games in four days. There we go. Simply win today, play better, avoid finishing your season with six straight losses, and then yeah. tomorrow's house money. Let's see what you Let's can build do on it. Um, It would be the most remarkable thing in my life as a sports fan. I mean, their run last year, in which they beat SMU and Wichita State, was nice. nice. And then they ran into Houston, and John Brandon didn't see the entire
3: game. Um, Real quick, Duke and Syracuse are playing right now. Mm -hmm. Two minutes left in the half, 34-33. Duke, right or wrong, the Buddy Bayheim suspension.
7: He punched a player during a game.
3: Yeah. It's a gut punch. He punched
7: a player during a game. Yeah. We just suspended a coach Gone. for kind of punching the guy for five games, and I think <laughs> coaches should be held to higher standard yeah. than players. With Lucky
4: Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom?
6: Sorry, sorry, we're here.
0: We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time.
6: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
0: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the Lifelock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to twenty five percent your first year at Lifelock.com slash aware.
7: He punched a player during a game. Yeah. On what planet does that not warrant a suspension?
3: Uh by the way, you, you mentioned John Brandon. Am I wrong about this? No. No, but you mentioned John Brandon. Shout out to John Brandon for a birthday text today. That's very
7: nice of him. John, John Brandon, Brandon I, I hope John's doing well.
3: I do. I, I I'm a am hope John's doing you know, well. John Brandon, when uh, my son was born, sent mm-hmm. me a text. Mm-hmm. Sent me a birthday text today. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to do that. John's a good dude. He's a good dude. I think John's a good guy. Um, I, and I hope he's doing well. Yes, I really do. Yes.
7: Uh, but on what planet is that not warranting a suspension? <laughs> he punched a player during a game. Yeah. That wasn't inadvertent. And and look, Buddy Bayheim may be a nice kid. hope he is. And the guy that he punched may have accepted his apology. And Buddy Bayheim apologized privately and publicly. Good for him. But you still get punished for actions. Yeah. How – I mean, I, I think Jay Billis is the greatest college basketball analyst who's ever lived. His take on this is dead wrong. A player punched another guy during a game, and just because it wasn't whistled a foul or flagrant mm-hmm. wasn't called, that's not something that warrants a suspension? It would you be know, different
3: well, if he punched him in the face, right? Look, this, yeah. goes, this goes back. Everyone heard Coach K after that North Carolina loss. They want to make sure that those words are heard. You know they want to make sure that Coach K is is going to get banner number six this year. <laughs> yeah, they're having trouble getting by Syracuse right now. Did you
2: guys see what Jawan Howard said yesterday when he met with the media for the first time since he returned? No. He basically said, "I'm not going to make any excuses for what I did, but I'm also not going to talk about this, 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 and this, which were all the excuses. Love it. <laughs> all the <laughs>
3: excuses. <laughs> Love it. Shout out Jawan Howard. E- 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 team's playing hard for
2: him they today. Want. That that school is the team's rallying around him today. Embarrassing. I mean.
7: I remember when Octavius Ellis punched that dude from Purdue in the NCAA tournament. Happy
3: birthday, Octavius Ellis, today. Is today his birthday? Today's his
7: birthday. And he he threw a punch <laughs> against Purdue. Yeah. And he came back and played the next game against Kentucky. I couldn't believe it. Yep. I, I mean, I was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that happened. But no, he punched a guy. Yancey Gates got six games once for punching Kenny Freeze in a game. And deserved it. Mm-hmm. Buddy Bayheim doesn't deserve a game Buddy. for punching a dude. Buddy Bay. Buddy. Um Buddy, what are we
2: doing? Two more things- deserving. Calvin Ridley of his suspension wow. or Buddy Bayheim of
3: his? Uh Buddy Beeheim. Buddy Boeheim
7: hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he intended to <laughs> injure somebody.
3: Um What are we doing? Two really quick questions because I want to get to locks. Yeah. Uh what does Carson Wentz going to Washington and Washington picking up his salary? Say about how the NFL is viewing this quarterback class in the draft.
7: Says a lot, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't Very it? demeaning.
3: Yeah. Uh, secondly. What are the Indianapolis Colts going to do now? Got go to go after Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I cleared up a ton is of money a, for the Colts Is that now. a major upgrade? No, but I think Jimmy G's style of play yeah. as a game manager, where he's not going to do the stupid stuff Carson Wentz did. Okay. Then you got Jonathan Taylor. You got a really good O-line and a good defense. All right. You need a quarterback not to go out and make really dumb plays, which Carson Wentz did. Brandon Allen? Um, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Mo, lastly, uh, baseball. Yeah. Felt like we were getting close yesterday. Uh Uh-huh. First four series are now canceled. Everything that I read feels like these sides are close, but I don't know if I trust anything I read. I don't. So... It's seemingly like we're in the same place as we were a week ago.
7: If you pull the rug out from underneath me time and again, I stop standing on the rug. There you go. So that's how I am with
3: baseball. How about that? I Jeff hope it comes Passen back. got hacked today, too. I did see that. Hacked. That was great. Not good. Have you ever been hacked? No. On mm. On the, baseball, on the basketball court, that's I have. to Have change. you? Absolutely. ever been punched no. on the basketball floor? <laughs> no. How
7: are you celebrating your birthday?
3: Dinner, drinks. Yeah? Probably spend a, a couple hours at Augie's tonight. Oh, nice. boy. Very good. Uh-oh. Um, wow. Is Austin coming? might make an appearance. Austin might no. make an appearance. Big. He's got a he's golfing after the day. They got so. Budman. Austin's going golfing. You Is see it? his outfit today. He's got he's playing nine, Very not good. eighteen. Okay. Is there a problem? No. He's gonna get out there and go. No issue with that at all. Thank um, you. Let's try to make some money. Hey,
0: degenerates, it's time for Locks of the Night, presented by Cincy Shirts. Game's about Shirts. to tip off. Let's Visit go. Visit either of their two stores, downtown or in high. Check home. them out anytime at Cincy And <laughs> I don't follow bail them my on my team Twitter just because they lose a game. Cincy well, Austin now, is now. let's make use He
3: was money. NKU, and then he was yeah. Xavier, and now he's Ohio State <laughs> I mean, if you, you rem- Kentucky. if you
7: remember Ohio State football, he bailed on that team. They yeah. lost one game, what? and he's t- telling us how pathetic they are. He did. Nobody's going. Well, that's. I'm ride or die, man, okay? I'm with the Bearcats no matter what.
3: (laughs) Hey, by the way, if you're a Dayton fan or Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of Wright State, Cincy Shirts has championship gear for Wright State. Yeah? Winning their conference tournament, getting Mm -hmm. an automatic uh, berth. They got Dayton gear. You could get this uh, Sprinkle, Sprinkle, Drip, Drip shirt from Cincy Shirts. And Mm -hmm. uh, they've now partnered with Frishes on a line, and they have the uh, St. Patrick's Day collection. I've also got the Rich Wahlberg t-shirt. Love it. Saw you tweeted that out. All available at CincyShirts.com or their uh, downtown or Hyde Park location. With that being said, Mo, what do you like today?
7: Shaka Smart and Marquette laying two and a half against Creighton. Give me uh, give me a Marquette. Uh, Arizona is uh, like <laughs> 14 and a half against Stanford. I can't read my own handwriting. It says here Arizona minus 14.5 Stan. How and many bear says Stan. Uh, 509.
3: Mo, you told me when you came in here today you love the Syracuse first half line.
7: <laughs> <laughs> i like the miami redhawks in the mac tournament they're getting wow, a touchdown i'll, take, I'll take mu and cleveland i like villanova to cover easy tonight against uh saint john's that number is at five and a half and i think virginia tech wins this game against notre dame um if you're a xavier fan you're you're rooting for the favorites in the acc tournament mm-hmm. because i think there are some schools in that tourney that can win it and it's going to be a very uncomfortable next couple of days for uh,
3: XU fans. You are not kidding with that. Um, how do you feel about West Virginia? Uh, Does Huggins gonna, have enough in them? They're getting 10 and a half. Have enough what in them? To cover. Oh. 10 and a half?
2: No. That game just ended, didn't it?
3: No, oh, it goes at 3. It tips off at 3 o'clock. Come on, bud.
2: Well, I had – they were, West Come Virginia on, was just playing before the UC game, so Bob, I didn't know if Bob it was Huggins' alive.
7: team beat Bruce Weber in Kansas State. Bruce Weber has since retired <laughs> yeah, or resigned. I'm not sure – but uh, hugs against Bill Self, I I don't think West
3: Virginia covers that number. Ohio State minus four. I do like the Buckeyes. I'll take the Buckeyes. Yeah, hmm. I do.
2: Let me cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, here. Uh,
3: I I I do like
7: that way. When you jump off the bandwagon the first time,
3: they give up Go a touchdown. Bucks. This. Let this me fall. put it like this: I don't think Penn State will cover the number today. Won't we'll be giving up touchdowns against... now that Kerry Combs is gone. Against. <laughs> Wow! Whoa! Whoa!
2: Wow! That's a shot.
3: Can't
7: wait till the first time you try to get him on the air. <laughs> yep. <Yeah.
3: Well, it's, laughs> Tony's got to go, handle that. That'll one. go well. I'll keep it at this. West Virginia. I like the team that Penn State is playing. The place is packed in Fort Worth, and uh, I like Alabama to cover five and a half against uh, how, Vanderbilt.
7: How, are the, how have the uh, ECU fans traveled? By the way, nice <laughs> showing today so far by Indiana.
3: Yeah. Huh? Bubble Hoosiers bursting. By the way, without Buddy Bayheim, Syracuse leading Duke. Told you, I I loved earlier today Michigan and Syracuse first half. What what is this
7: gonna do if like Coach K loses his last home game in the regular season and then loses his team's first game in his last ACC tournament? Uh, do you think it, do we have to have another speech after the game? Will he, where he come tells out after the game and they'll honor down? him
3: at the ACC tournament? It just t- was unacceptable. A
7: couple years ago, UC played in this event in uh, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like the Hall of Fame tip-off or something. Yeah. It was at the Mohegan Sun Casino. It's UC, Rhode Island, Penn State, and Duke. So the first game on the first day was Duke versus Penn State, then UC played Rhode Island. And after the game, I go back to the – I had to fill in for Dan, Mm -hmm. calling the game. Dan had football responsibilities. And I go in the back, and I was supposed to talk to Mick Cronin for the pregame show, and Mike Krzyzewski – is absolutely lighting up some tournament official. I mean just <laughs> in the hallway crushing this poor kid. Like I mean just, I mean hammering this Crush dude. It. So our game starts and this guy is like handing out uh uh, uh stats. Mm-hmm. So between uh during timeouts. And I finally said is like uh have you recovered from your your ass chewing by coach K? And he said, "Uh, "Yeah," and I'm like, "I hope to find out what that was all about." And he said, and I never got the full story, but he goes, "It was the pettiest thing in my career." Now again, this dude was like in his mid 20s, but I mean, just carving this guy up. (laughs) I've 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 never seen one adult talk to another adult in a non-competitive situation like that before. There's my Coach K story. A lot of Coach K stories like that. And I talked about it. I remember, remember, like, by the way. Duke was supposed to play UC in the first mm-hmm. round, and then K steps up and he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. we're going to play that Penn State again. Of course, UC then lost <laughs> to Rhode Island, so they didn't get a chance to play yeah.
3: Duke and they had a chance to play Penn State. Yeah. By the way, shout out uh, Abdul Adu. Gets the Bearcats on the board first. They lead 2 0. Cats laying 5.5. Love it. Hard stay away.
2: 5 2 now. Watch out.
3: 5 2 Bearcats? Yeah, go, we've got to go to a break. All right. I have to go watch this game. Since he 360, uh, We'll continue on even though the bearcats are playing. Thanks, Mo. Happy birthday, Tom. Forty-two today. Thanks, Mo. Skyline Chili, ESPN fifteen thirty, Cincinnati Sports Station, Cincy three sixty. Back for hour two.
0: WCKY, the fifty thousand watt orange and black home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati's ESPN fifteen thirty. This is Cincy three sixty. About Cincinnati from Cincinnati. This is ESPN fifteen thirty, Cincinnati Sports Station.
1: Hey. Tony, hey there Tony Guess what Tony It's your birthday Yeah I bet you knew that Tony Of course you knew that Tony Happy birthday Tony It's your birthday Oh yeah Lots and lots of cake Lots and <laughs> lots of presents Blow out the candles Birthday fun Happy,
2: happy, happy Forty-second. Tony. Tony, <laughs> Tony
1: Tony, Tony, Tony <laughs> It's your birthday Forty two, Tony, 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 Tony. Happy birthday, Tony. It's your birthday. There's no better way to celebrate than by putting lots of food on our plates and for dessert, cake and ice cream, too. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you.
3: Happy birthday. I thought it was emotional the first time around.
1: It's your birthday.
3: Happy birthday, Tony. Happy birthday, Tone. Man, what a uh what an emotional roller coaster. Do you feel that any older? Especially I don't. after that first hour. I don't. I don't. I already told you, bud. Not letting the old man in, But What'd you call me? Bud. Hmm. Buddy. Pal. Amigo. Bud I can deal with. Buddy, yeah, we have buddy. a problem.
2: See now we had this conversation off the air earlier, how I don't like being called buddy. Yeah. And so of course, now your buddy, Seg, keeps calling me buddy. I so told I him you to better watch his blanking mouth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And go downstairs and find yourself a flat tire or something.
3: about, uh... Where's um, Connor at? Is he going to yeah. call in? Coward. Jesus. Cowarding away.
6: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha,
6: in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the
0: car before my kid's PTA meeting.
6: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
6: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void required prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: We need real baseball answers, and he's nowhere to be found. I'm sick of it. That's just maybe he I mean, doesn't. He, want, here I am thinking I know a guy. He just doesn't want to talk to us idiots. Maybe he's scared because you said he's about to get these hands. Well, You're gonna drop the hands is he, down. Is he courageous or not? You're gonna drop the hands down. Called me an idiot. I don't know if you would call what Washington did yesterday courageous. <laughs> not only did they trade for Carson Wentz, but they agreed to take on his whole salary.
2: Shout out to the Commanders.
3: That shoots Indy up to the top of money available to spend. How they yeah. choose to spend that money. Is still a question. But as I said to Mo, I think it's very eye opening on how the NFL views this upcoming quarterback draft class because the, the Washington commanders are willing to do that.
2: Chris Ballard is a really, really good GM in Indianapolis. I mean, he doesn't win anything and plays in a terrible division. Yeah. But I mean, that team is pretty good. And I think the, the point you made with Mo earlier, kind of talking about Jimmy G, I mean, they have a premier run game. Good offensive line, Mm -hmm. solid defense. But Darius Leonard, the Colts' star linebacker, said the other day, here I am, five years with the Colts, five different quarterbacks. That's tough.
3: But when you look at what the quarterback carousel has created, Andy Dalton, we're now stepping into that free agency territory. And there are a lot of teams on the market for premier players, and the Bengals are one of them. So we get free agency, period, getting ready to start up, and now we start to look at the top free agents available. If you're the Bengals, Taron Armstead right now, according to ESPN, is the top free agent available. Offensive tackle. I see Von Miller. I see Tyron Matthew. I see Brandon Sheriff. I see Allen Robinson, Jadavion Clowney.
2: I don't know if it's been updated, Tony, but today the Titans cut Roger Saffold. So you got Roger
3: Safford. Five-time Pro Bowl guard. Bobby Wagner was released. So you have names out there. Obviously, there are the Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Jesse Bates, uh, Orlando Browns of the world that, that got franchise tagged. But thinking as I'm writing this down today, how relieving is it that the Bengals don't have to worry about this quarterback madness right now? You know who the top quarterbacks on the market are right now? Jameis Winston and Teddy Bridgewater.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, that's good news for Teddy Bridgewater, right? Because he's one of those guys that has just, he's bounced around being the, no pun intended, bridge guy wow. the last couple of years. Wow. So he's going to get a job somewhere, probably start, win six games. Mm.
3: Now, also saw that there was a port out there with Deshaun Watson that if things go well... Pittsburgh might be a suitor for him. But this quarterback carousel that goes on. Who did you just say? Deshaun Watson. No, you said the team? The Stillers. Pittsburgh? Yes. Mm. What would that do to the AFC? At this point, why even come to the AFC if you're a quarterback? Yeah. So you have the free agents available, and then you have this other tier of free agents that are going to break the bank Brandon Sheriff, Teron Armstead, (laughs) J.C. Jackson. Carlton Davis, two positions that seemingly the Bengals have interest in, right? Offensive line and secondary help. We know the Bengals are going to be active in free agency. The Chargers most certainly will be. Seems like the Jaguars and the Panthers should be pretty active. But for the Bengals now going forward, there are options. Bradley Bozeman is an under-the-radar center out there, Casey Hayward Jr. at corner, Morgan Moses at tackle. These are all just names that you may start hearing if you are the Cincinnati Bengals. ESPN has it projected right now that the Bengals will sign Brandon Sheriff to protect Joe Burrow. There seems to be a growing connection that the Bengals and Ryan Jensen still are a good match. I mean, that that to me is a no-brainer. The Bengals shoring up the middle and the outside around Joe Burrow and then put some of your thoughts onto the defensive side. Now, Austin, you tried to do the little exercise where you mess around with how much money the Bengals have and, and moves they're going to make. And as many people I don't think realize, that money goes quick.
2: Yeah, sure does.
3: That money evaporates, and, and you're now stuck with, well, what are we going to do to fill the rest of the voids?
2: And, yeah, to, to give credit where it's due, it is the uh, the offseason basically game that uh, Paul Daner Jr. and Jay Morrison of The Athletic have created. Right. You can go on and and basically just do your own mock off season and Spend money where you want, cut who you want, and it kind of gives you an, an understanding of. Thirty-seven million is is a lot of money. That's what the Bengals are at now with um, Jesse Bates getting the franchise tag, but it does go by quickly, especially when you address the offensive line. And yeah. you you start to realize, you know, this team has a lot more needs maybe than you'd think.
3: Well, the the it immediately becomes evident that some of the top guys you might have to still pay premium dollar for. So that that would be maybe two guys. Now, you can get creative, as we've seen in the NFL. You know, guaranteed money, signing bonus, things like that. I mean, look, the the Packers were bleeding and somehow found a way to, to get Aaron Rodgers back for four years. There are ways around cap issues. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs gave Mahomes half a billion dollars and still found a way to sure up the offensive line. So if you can get creative, there are still plenty of avenues that you can take to be successful. But, Austin, to your point, I don't think as many people realize choices the Bengals have to make, right? Backup quarterback. Backup running back. What are they going to do at tight end? CJ Uzama, what did he tweet out today? An hourglass? Yeah. Emoji season still going strong. Tight end you have to address. Corner needs to be addressed. At least two offensive linemen need to be addressed. So all of that happening, it is a a situation where that money is going to go quick. So how the Bengals decide to spend that money? How the Bengals decide to prioritize what they need the most, which again a lot of people are going to think offensive line. What do you think though the the reaction becomes in Cincinnati, Austin if let's say let's say the Bengals and JC Jackson happens. A corner that's gonna promote that's gonna want top dollar. If the Bengals throw money at JC Jackson, sure sure's up the defensive side of the ball. But I feel like a lot of Cincinnati fans would lose their mind because that would be money that they want to see go to the offensive line.
2: Yeah, especially with the track record A of signing cornerbacks it has not been necessarily great. Just look at Trey Wayne's and then you would assume if you make a move like that they're going to draft multiple offensive linemen and they might they might do that regardless but the track record of of not being a, doing a very good job of developing offensive linemen young offensive linemen obviously would uh, lead to some criticism plus you would be you would be putting so much money into your defensive secondary with the franchise tag on yep. Jesse Bates and then on JC Jackson so i mean it, it's it's a much more complex thing i think than people realize And you just it it just kind of determines, you know, what are the what are the values that the Bengals have on a position by position basis? Uh, Historically, they have valued the cornerback position a lot.
3: But what have they done really well from a draft standpoint? Corner, right? Yeah. So address that in the draft, because let's not forget, we talk about all the money. They still get eight draft picks.
2: Right. And so let me ask you this, then, because at what point do they draft an offensive lineman? Like, how soon in the draft does that happen? First round?
3: No. Trade the pick? No. I'd be okay in the third or fourth round.
2: So, okay, let's look at it this way. First, second, third, fourth pick. Do they draft an offensive lineman before the third pick? After the third pick? At the third pick?
3: I think their third, maybe fourth pick can go offensive line. Okay. I just, the, the track record is just not there. The success of this team drafting offensive linemen, I just don't see it. So, don't do it. Get the proven guys. Make a choice that way. I want to get to a break real quick, though. If you're if you're a Xavier fan, Austin, how about this? Florida, a bubble team, is getting trounced right now in the opening round of the uh, SEC men's basketball tournament. They're down forty five twenty nine. In the second half. The Indiana Hoosiers. A bubble team. Was down 41-28 at half. That game is now tied. How about that? Indiana-Michigan all the way back to a tie game. Hold your breath if you're a Xavier fan coming down the stretch. We're coming down the stretch the last two segments of today's show. When we come back, we will share some of our talkbacks that we have gotten today. Because. Cowardly Cousin Connor is nowhere to be found. We'll hit some talkbacks. We still have box of chocolates. Phone lines are open. So much more. Cincy 360 on ESPN 1530,
0: Cincinnati Sports Station. 30, Cincinnati's Sports Station. Miss an episode of Cincy 360? Hear every show at ESPN1530.com.
3: I might just let this whole album play out for the rest of the show. Angel Ridge by the great Jeff Henry. Cincy 360 on ESPN 1530. Cincinnati Sports Station. Service of our friends at the Home Loan Expert. You just up? voked up. You up in there. Did you double vote? No, you did you double-voke? Mm-hmm. Holy moly. We got a double vote going on here. Got a lot of action right now going on in basketball. Indiana has stormed all the way back to take a lead on Michigan with four minutes left in the half. The Dukies, behind a Syracuse team with no Buddy Bayheim trailed by six with 15 minutes left in that game. And as we mentioned before, as we watch bubbles around college basketball, Texas A and M leads Florida, forty-seven to
6: thirty-three. Say the UC score. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah In my dentist's office.
3: Tied with the East Carolina Pirates. <laughs> Incorrect. 16-14 Bearcats. 16-14 Bearcats. David DeJulius leading the way early for the Bearcats with six points. Make that eight points. <laughs> Tony, you missed the it. Day. You were in the
2: middle of the last segment. Yep. And you were looking at me instead of your TV.
3: Yep. Bob
2: Mangine got about five minutes of airtime. Wow. Because there was a bloody nose. And the, the camera was just following him closely around as he cleaned up all the blood on the floor. Wow. And, you know, he did it with such grace. Everything and he Bob Manjean, of course, is friend of the show. And, uh, yeah, that was your guy. I was thinking about you.
3: Big Bob Mangine guy. Yeah. Um, we have uh, we have about 10 minutes or so in this segment before we get to Box of Chocolates. Can we play? Do we have any talkbacks today, Austin? Yeah, we
2: do. We have uh, about six, seven, eight talkbacks.
3: Have you vetted these talk I have. Backs. I've listened to all of them let's get after some talk backs.
6: hey Tony Jeff Smith wishing you a very very happy birthday today don't hey. get too voked up tonight and remember to keep your shirt on mm. have a good one
3: man I can promise you none of that Whoa! there are no promises no promises if I get voked up yeah and have a couple drinks which I don't know the packaging might not recommend to do <laughs> Okay. I just feel like doing it in the safety of Algie's, Austin.
2: Right. It's like keeps being it in that your, It's like being in your living. It
3: room. keeps it that no one is going to be sending pictures out, which no one wants to see. Can't promise that. Next, I got people. Thank you, Jeff.
0: Hey, what up? Happy birthday, Tony. Hey, it looks like it's about to come down to us keeping these uh, two out of three. So, who you keeping? T. Higgins, hmm. Jesse Bates, Tyler Boyd.
3: Man, great question. Appreciate the birthday, love. I'm keeping Higgins and Bates. Do you agree with that? Yes. I think this team can find another receiver. And I think
2: they're going to sign another receiver, or at least draft one
3: You know, our, our guy Rick Ucchino, who thinks that the Bengals have unlimited money to spend, said they should get Tyler Lockett, too.
2: <laughs> well, they could get Tyler Lockett, but at the expense of maybe Tyler Boyd.
3: <laughs> My, I guess... When I think of free agents wanting to come play for Joe Burrow, the top free agents, I would think of are receivers, right? I mean, they think that's yeah. where they're going to come and get the best of, of their abilities, and you get to play alongside Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. So
2: I also think, I think offensive linemen, too. I mean, that's
3: yeah, a fun offense I agree. to play in. But I do think Boyd Good would be the odd back. man out.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
3: I appre- Now, that right there is a great use of the talkback.
2: And especially if they – you know, let's say they go and get somebody who might be more of a offensive threat than mm. C.J. Uzama mm.
3: at
2: the tight end position. Mm. Maybe they draft somebody at that position. How about that? Then especially, you know, Tyler Boyd could see on the way out. I don't know. I like this. I like this. Let's move on.
0: Happy birthday, Tony. I appreciate the hard work you and Austin put in providing us the best show on the radio. Thanks, guys.
3: Wow.
2: A lot of of ass-kissing on this show. You
3: know, you caught a little of a ricochet there, too. I did. You know? I did. What we do and try to provide from noon to 2 every day.
2: Telling you what. Now,
3: if that caller or recorder were to leave his name, we could could thank him more so, but we just have to thank him. Happy birthday, Tony. Trent. Trent! It was Trent.
2: Thank you, Trent. Sorry, I'm still learning this talkback feature myself. That's good. Happy birthday, Tony. Cut. There you go. Who's that? Um, that was, I believe, someone named Ben.
3: Ben, thank you.
2: That may have been Ben's
3: daughter. Appreciate that. Um, Happy birthday,
2: Tony. Cut. Could have been Ben's son.
3: Like that. Um, my uh, my son got me a birthday gift last night. Did he? Yeah. What, did he get you a full diaper? He got me a piñata. Yeah, not really sure. I'm He's guessing beat you with it. I'm guessing him and my wife were at the store, and he liked yeah. the pinata, and she probably said something along the lines of, "Do you want to get this for your dad for his birthday?" And yeah. he said yes. Yeah. So I got a pinata. Smart kid. No candy in it yet. Unbelievable. But the pinata might be. What is
2: your favorite candy? Oh man,
3: probably Reese cups. Reese cups.
2: Yeah. You know it's Reese's, not Reese's? Reese
3: cups. Reese's, cups.
2: Reese's cups.
3: Yeah. Other than that, I love double bubble.
2: Yeah. Trust me, I've I've <laughs> noticed the performance you put on with the double bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: What else we got?
0: Hey, Tony. Happy birthday. You got a question for y'all. What's up? What was more frustrating this year? Seamus going off of the bench, practically eliminating Xavier season, David Bell's management of the Reds' bullpen, (laughs) or Isaiah Prince' pro football focus score in the
3: Super Bowl? Happy birthday. That is a great question. I still can't get over the Isaiah Prince score according to Pro Football Focus. So I would <laughs> like put You're just
2: saying that cuz you went to Ohio State.
3: I would put Prince You're taking a shot at Ohio State. Xavier and then David Bell in that order. I disagree. What do you say?
2: I would put David Bell and then Isaiah Prince and then Xavier.
3: Okay. Well, you know that's to each their own. You can I have guess. your own opinion. Yeah, I mean,
2: yours is wrong, but that's fine. It's okay to have your is own that opinion. The, that's the guy who said the stuff about Bob Castellini. Yeah, I wonder if that's the same guy that's been airing me out on Twitter for not playing his talkbacks.
3: I hope he is.
2: Something about his voice. Just you need to. You need nuts. to at
3: some point be held accountable.
2: Well, it's every day. Starts with myself, and then my colleagues. Mm. What else we got? <laughs> Happy birthday to the one and the only Tony. Anthony Pike, <laughs> my favorite all-time wow. UC football player. Mm. Godspeed, Tony.
3: And who was that? That was uh, that was my father. Wow. I, I, I think that's I dad. knew I knew that I recognized that angelic voice.
2: Angelic voice. Now, this is weird because when I click on it.
3: Talk back of the day right there, Phil Elmore.
2: I don't think, that, maybe it wasn't him.
3: Pretty that's sure good. it was. That's good. Him. That was him. Favorite
2: all-time UC football player?
3: I'll take it. You get that a lot. Well, Mo Egger would throw a million bucks on it.
2: Well, I mean, he did take Greg Cook out of the equation there, and That's I fine. think he may have done that to to maybe so he wouldn't hurt your feelings. That's fine. So, I'm okay with so that. Just something to think about.
3: I'm okay with that. All right,
2: here's our last talkback.
3: Tear it. Maybe. Hey, fellas, How you doing? We finally figured it out. Travis Steele is a voice doppelganger. Michael Douglas.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Kyle.
3: (laughs) That's good. Um, The the Travis Steele aspect. Someone uh, just tweeted at me today. Evaluating a coach. Three things. Can they recruit? Can they coach the kids up and get them better? Can they manage a game and make adjustments? I think Travis Steele is really good at one of those. I think he struggles on the other two. I think Travis Steele's a really good recruiter. I don't think he coaches them up very well. I mean, Paul Scruggs took a step back. Zach Fremantle took a step back. The in-game adjustments, we've, we've spent a ton of time talking about those. Appreciate the talkbacks. Can I give you a piece of information, a nugget, that I just found out, Austin? Sure. I just saw this uh, this tweet about Lincoln Riley's New home in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oceanfront estate, of course. Seventeen point two million dollars. Not bad. Now, there's a video. There's a picture of his house in Norman, Oklahoma, that's on the market for one point nine. Looks like it's twice as big. Really? Now, obviously, well, it's Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Would you like to know what this LA home boasts? Boasts? Three acres. Sure. Three acres of coastline, mm-hmm. thirteen thousand square feet, seven bedrooms, twelve bathrooms. Why does anyone need twelve bathrooms?
2: Can you repeat that for me,
3: Tony? Thirteen thousand square feet, uh-huh. seven bedrooms and twelve baths.
2: Seven bedrooms.
3: A five So is
2: he gonna take the like the John Harbaugh approach and like stay the night with recruits? Might as
3: well. A five car garage. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't need five cars? Sure. This house has an elevator
2: m rapped about that one time what and I got don't an elevator in my house. what I
3: don't understand about let me leave this to the end it Please. has a it has a guest house okay. that's nice everyone that's likes a nice guest house sure. 600 bottle okay. wine room
2: you need a guest house since you only have seven bedrooms
3: yes the 600 bottle of wine room. That's yeah. huge. It's a lot of wine, Who doesn't need man. that? It's
2: a lot of wine. A
3: sauna and a steam room. I can sure. see that. You got a yep. tennis court. You got a putting green. I'm on board with all those. You know,
2: here's the crazy part. All this stuff, they probably have at the USC facility, too.
3: Yes, correct. So why is he needing a And he should be house? sleeping there anyway. Right. it has got a movie theater. He
2: probably is going to sleep at that at the facility more than he's going to sleep at yep. this couch, at this house.
3: A, a, movie, couch. a movie theater. And then there's the one that I don't understand. Okay. At this point, seven fireplaces. Do we need seven fireplaces in a home? In Los Angeles? Absolutely Correct. not. No. Seven fireplaces. Mm. What are we doing?
2: I don't, that doesn't make much sense to me.
3: Tom. Lincoln Riley living it up in L.A. We've
2: got about two minutes left in this segment.
3: Duke's on a run. First of all, they pulled ahead of Syracuse.
2: I believe the Wolverines are getting beat like a Grand Canyon mule at the moment by Indiana. Now, see,
3: I have it as 71 69 with 40 seconds left.
2: That's good enough for me. Bearcats are currently down by two. They'll be all right.
3: In the first half. They're a second half team. Are they? Yes.
2: You're not a little bit worried here?
3: Are you worried if you're a Michigan Wolverine guy? Maybe a little bit of bubble. Now, Michigan. Would probably end up hurting. Are you Xavier going to answer more. my
2: question, or are you just going to go off on your own? I didn't tangent? hear it. You, what was your you, question. You guys have just really looked past East Carolina.
3: What was your question? Are you
2: worried? No, because you see, you seem to think that the Bearcats are going to go on a magical run. Yeah, you told me today worried. it's the year of the cat. It's I'm not the worried of the tiger, but you said it's the year of the cat.
3: No, there was a s- what, dude? I know you're you're not culture. You you don't look. I woke up today and a good buddy of mine sent me on Spotify. It came up, Al Stewart, the year of the cat. Uh I said, that's a sign. It's a good sign for today.
2: It's a good sign that UC is going to keep giving up buckets in the paint. UC will
3: be all right. All right. I think Michigan losing would hurt Xavier because Michigan is ahead of Xavier. So they're not going to drop below Xavier. And it's going to help Indiana, who's that bubble team. It's a double negative for Xavier.
2: Well, make your
3: free throws. You don't become subject to double negatives. That is correct. By the way, a good good uh, buddy just texted me about the uh, Lincoln Riley house. You never know when the mood is going to strike. You need a fireplace in each of those bedrooms. I suppose. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it gets cool at night.
6: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm sure it does. All right.
3: Maybe it's windy coming off the, uh, the ocean there. Oceanfront living. Whatever. I'm getting to a break. Please do. Uh, that was essentially a box of chocolate segment. But we'll do a box of was, chocolate segment back, so. when we come back. Cinti 360 on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station box of chocolates when we come back as a service of our friends at the Home Loan Expert
0: my mom always said life was like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get
3: never do know I know what I'm getting it's a day off tomorrow Mm. how about that Mo Egger, Austin Elmore have this show tomorrow for hour one, Austin takes it Hour number two it's Cincy 360, a service of our good friends at the Home Loan Expert, finishing off a just a very special day.
2: How do you today. feel,
3: Tone? How do you feel? You know, I feel loved, supported. There's a song. Appreciated. There's a song that Toby Keith sang. Yeah. And in the song, he asked, how old would you be if you didn't know the day you were born? And what he's asking, this is actually a song he wrote for Clint Eastwood in a movie Clint Eastwood wrote because he asked Clint Eastwood on this movie set, he said, you know, Clint, how do you keep doing this? You know, you're in your, what, 90s now? You're, you're pumping out movies, you're doing all this. And Clint Eastwood's response was, I don't let the old man in. Mm. And in that song, Don't Let the Old Man In, there is the the phrase. How old would you be if you didn't know the day you were born? Yeah, I feel about twenty two years old today. You're kidding me. That's
2: what I feel. You honest to god feel
3: twenty two mentally. Okay. Physically, sixty two. Okay. <laughs> that's quite a jump. Tom. But, but mentally that is quite a jump. Mentally, I feel young and spry. Physically, that's good. Oh, yowzers! I'm
2: glad you feel young and spry mentally.
3: Yeah, yeah, sharp, sharp. Uh, I wish there were people in the NCA and whoever makes decisions around things like Bellerman could feel young and spry, because you know, Bellerman was kept out of the NCA tournament because they made the transition to D one. I get that. Today, they were given the news that they also can't even compete in the NIT tournament.
2: Yeah, why? Yeah, why, I, I can't think of one good reason why. Just give me one reason. When it comes to the NIT, I can understand March Madness. Yeah, a little bit. It's fine. But the NIT, no reason why they shouldn't be able to play. Mm. You talk about young and spry, somebody that doesn't let the old man in. I replied to a tweet the other day and it was basically asking the question of which is more surprising? The fact that the Seahawks are rebuilding. Yeah. Or the fact that they're rebuilding with Pete Carroll. <laughs> right. Who is in like up in his seventies. And I was like, I don't think Pete Carroll thinks about his age like that. I don't know that the Seahawks yeah. think about his age like that. Because you know, that dude is so energetic all the time. He's been very good in terms of, of what he's done with that organization. Now, sure, there's there's certainly some question marks when it comes to, you know, the way that their offense has performed. But he did get, a, get to a couple Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl. What do you think about Pete Carroll and, and the Seahawks rebuilding? Let go of Bobby Wagner.
3: Yeah. It, they're, they're not gone. They're obviously not trying to win. But I guess my question would be, how long is the rebuild going to take? Right. Do they think they can turn this around in a year or two? With a bunch of picks like that, right? Though? And if so, then you keep – Pete Carroll, you assume that the Rams are
2: going to be down, strapped for cash. Yep. San Francisco has a massive question mark in their quarterback. We have seen the ups and downs of Kyler Murray and his mm-hmm. relationship with the Cardinals. They may not be as far away as people think. You can rebuild quickly in the NFL. Do you know what I know about Pete Carroll? What do you know about Pete Carroll?
3: So our good friend Kim on Monday brought us this bag of double bubble that we requested. Uh huh. In, oh, in this bag, big double bubble. In this bag. Six hundred and eighty pieces of gum. Really? I'm guessing we're down to about a hundred. Maybe. It's been almost disturbing how much gum we've went through mm-hmm. in just a few days. Mm-hmm. You won't find a more intense gum chewer around than Pete no, Carroll. You will not. That guy loves his double bubble. He loves his gum. Him mm.
2: and Sean Payton both oh, big gum chewer guys. Terry Francona. Oh, another gum chewer. Big old gob there, Tito. Tito. Is Tito still the coach of the Guardians? I don't the
3: know. The manager? I don't know what's happening with the Guardians. I don't know what happened in baseball. No, nothing's going on. <laughs> well we were duped again. So we what were... do you
2: So tell me like, what are your plans for the
3: rest of your birthday? Oh, like what's going on? Man, so uh, you know, my uh my brother and his wife were nice enough to say that they would babysit tonight. Wow. So we're gonna do uh You and Mrs. Okay. We're gonna do dinner somewhere, I believe, in Montgomery. All right. And that if, you know, things go well at dinner and things move along, maybe Augie's. Oh. A couple drinks. Oh, nightcap at Augie's. Nightcap at Augie's. There's nothing more romantic. Sure. Nothing better than, than finishing well, off a of birthday well, at Augie's.
2: You've got Bud Man. Bud Man. Woody. Yeah, Woody. Yep. Pointhead.
3: I was going to say Walt, yeah. but it's Woody. <laughs> Shout out to everyone at Augie's. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go in Augie's and worry about everyone, you know. Woody and Bud Man. You don't have to worry about them bringing their smartphones out and <laughs> P- taking pictures. Pointhead. Point Head. They just, you know, they're just going to enjoy the company, and then. Well, now if I if I get if I receive word by yeah. anyone that
2: you're at Auggie's tonight, wow! And I receive word that maybe a shirt has come off, wow! I'm showing up with my smartphone in hand. How about this? I mean, there's no question. You'll
3: you'll, you'll walk into Aaron Donald in my mind. <laughs> we also have. As long uh, as you don't act like Matt Stafford, we well, should be okay. You know, I took the day off tomorrow. Yeah. One to you know to be able to sleep in, enjoy the day with the family, but sleep two in the show starts at noon, but Two yeah. to you know to really try to you know finish digging this hole in my backyard.
2: Yeah, I mean that we is We haven't a, talked about that this we week. We have not I'm talked about it digging a hole it, at least not on the air. We have talked about it incessantly off the well, air with everyone else.
3: Scott Sloan is a very handy guy. Yes.
2: I don't houses. I
3: don't know if I could have hinted around the fact that I needed Sloan's help any more than I have this week.
2: Yeah. And I flat out asked him for yeah. you. I said, Will you come over to Tony's house? Like, please. Just help the guy and out. And he's
3: throwing all this I mean, it's it's like he's speaking a different language to me, telling me all the mm-hmm. stuff I need and how mm-hmm. deep this hole. But I'd I'd like to, you know, to to maybe put some time into that on Friday. Okay. And then I uh they got some family coming over Friday some night, what? some friends, some family, family, some friends coming over maybe okay. Friday night and, uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday, back to the grind. Okay. Now we're supposed to be getting some snow on Friday. That's Are fine. You aware of that? Bring it in. Okay. Bring it in. Right. By that time, it'll change to rain. Might just have a big sleepover. You don't trust meteorologists at all. I don't. I, it's it's kind of concerning. Do you trust anyone? I'm very trustworthy. I trust Rick Ucchino. You more might, than you can say about yourself you might be the only one <laughs>
2: <laughs> no rick is a very trustworthy yeah. news person in a, in a all, friend i don't know if i could say that but in all a honesty news person, though yes journalist
3: i'm just excited because as we've talked this week it's one of the best weekends in sports mm-hmm. you're going to have these these championship games you get selection sunday uh and then next week you you kind of parlay that right into the ncaa tournament so for us this is a fantastic time. The, uh, mm. it, uh, we stay busy. There's a lot of excitement, even if Xavier and, and others don't make the NCAA tournament. It is interesting to see what Moe's Dayton Flyers do because they have had a window and a door cracked open for them now.
2: What about my Ohio State Buckeyes?
3: You can only pick so many teams. Okay. Just because you're Norse fell apart, you can't just. You, so you first you were Norse, and then you're mm-hmm. a Musketeer. You can't just pick everything. <laughs> was I a muskie? Oh, you were flashing the X on this show yesterday during quick hits.
2: On this show, flashing the. You understand this is a. I, there's this a, is a radio video, show. Nobody can see anything I do.
3: There's a video feed that Mo and I were sitting here, and you did the whole Norse up thing, mm-hmm. and then you flashed the X. All right, what am I doing right now? That is an O H, but you don't finish it because. You don't believe you in. don't know
2: anything about traditions right. at Ohio State. Also, speaking the people, of, the tradition, the excellence, the Ohio State University.
3: I would be remiss as well if I didn't wrap up a uh, part of today's show without again shouting out our friends at Cincy Shirts, mm-hmm. because if you've seen what I'm wearing today, you understand this sprinkle, sprinkle, drip, drip. It reminds
2: me a little bit of the campaign Nike did yes. with uh, Kim Bo Griffey Junior. Bo Nose. Yep. Like remember when uh, Griffey was running for president?
3: Yep. Yeah. That's the font here. I like it. And here's the thing. If you see this shirt and you have to ask what this shirt means, it's not for you. But if you're
2: wearing this shirt and somebody Ooh. asks you about it, oh, you better send them that direction, A, of Cincy Shirts to buy one, and yep. B, to the iHeartRadio app where you can listen to Cincy 360 and noon to 2 every day on your radio on ESPN. Really what I'm
3: hoping is that people Cincinnati understand Station. and say, you know what, because I'm a loyal listener, mm-hmm. I know what Sprinkle, Sprinkle, Drip, Drip is, mm-hmm. and I want to be on
2: the swag campaign. And you can Sprinkle, Sprinkle, Drip, Drip, just 25 bucks. How about Sensing that? Shirts.com. T. Pike tweeted it out. You it want a
3: t-shirt? To- you want a long sleeve? Ooh. You want a sweater? You want a sweatshirt? Come on now. You know what they even did? What they even did? Wilder's got a shirt. No kidding? Wilder's got a 2 t. Tell you what. Wilder, how old is Wilder now? He's he's going to be two here at the end of July. <sighs> Best dressed almost two-year-old I've ever met. He's got swag. Mm-hmm. He's got drip. Mm. Am I allowed to keep saying Swag. No,
2: you're getting old, Tone. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. You're a little older today than you were yesterday. You're a little older right now than you were eight seconds ago. Okay, but again, um, I just told swag, you that
3: people haven't said swag in a long time. I just told you though that I do not let the old man in.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Which but is twenty-two year olds don't say swag.
3: You know, I I say that though. Mm-hmm. But if I have like a long night of drinking, yeah, which like that tonight. that next day, I do feel like I've let the old man in a little okay. bit. Well, truth is coming out. You let the old man in, Austin? Very rarely. Very rarely. What do you got planned this uh, th- this weekend, Tony? We're out of time. That's it. Mm-hmm.
2: I will be on the air three to six, seven hundred WLW on Sunday. But before we do that, noon to two tomorrow, Charlie Goldsmith at oh. one thirty, Mo Egger noon to one. Wow! Come on
3: now. I can't wait to listen in. You won't be listening to a as peep I'm digging of this show. a hole, a circular hole, six inches deep. You dig a lot of holes, my friend. Wow! Just trying to paddle out, foxhole guy. Big foxhole guy. <laughs> this is my last show of the uh, the week, so thanks to our friends at uh, Voke Energy. <laughs> yeah, my key card might not work again. <laughs> Voke Energy, Skyline Chili, the Home Loan Expert, there and our go. friends at Cincy Shirts. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our callers. Thank you to our talk backers. Let's
0: Thank go. Thank you to the Let's guy go.
3: yesterday that told me to keep saying should have gone, not should have went. Mm. I appreciate all the criticism. Appreciate the love. Austin, big thanks to you for planning so many birthday festivities at the office today.
2: I very, I did very little.
3: Until? <laughs>
2: I'm just a guy.
3: Until I'm back on Monday, have a great rest of the day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Austin and Mo tomorrow, and uh, we'll try to be better next week.